song I wrote, you might want to sing it note for note, don't worry, be happy. to episode two of the happy cast with ben and brian i am brian and i'm joined this week as i was last week by brian none other <laughs> by myself <laughs> no not... no no of course ben ben's yes. here yes i'm ben. ben i'm here and so is brian who's over there ben's here ben's talking here. to ben sorry wow i managed to derail it in record time this week that's that's quite exciting we are the Happy Cast. We talk about things that make us happy, what doesn't make us happy, and lots of other things. Just listen, and you'll you'll see. Yes, that's right. Things make us happy. Things that we're not so happy about, and everything in between. Um, this is our second episode. You may be listening to us through the iTunes Music Store, which we are now in. Thanks Woo! to Ben. Congratulations, yes. Ben. Ah, thank you. I'd like to yep. thank my family and God. Oh, okay, that's enough. You, oh. you, you, you only have like a two-second acceptance speech, so. Oh, what? I'm gonna, well, I, 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 uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm playing the music. I'm playing the music. I'm playing you off. Ah. Uh, I know you only worked your whole life to get here, but you only have three seconds. I only worked my whole last week to get here. Yeah, but we are we are in iTunes thanks to Ben. You'll have to show me what kind of techno magic you had to work in order to do that because. I've got this this other thing going that it could use some help. Techno magic, like inch, 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 inch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then we and we play like a sample from some kind of 1950s sci-fi film. Oh, <laughs> the system is down. The system is down. The system is down. But that's our techno podcast. <laughs> well, so, yeah, we'll save that for uh, the year 2020, in which we will do our techno podcast. And have hoverboards. Uh, yes, according to Back to the Future 2, we should have those by the year 2015, I think. Yeah, 2015. Except the world's going to end in 2012, so we'll never see the day. I think I, I think I have a theory. Follow me on this. I think that the creation of the hoverboard is actually going to cause the end of the world. What? How would that cause... Cause the end of the I, I don't, don't want to. I don't want to spoil. <laughs> Cause and effect. I don't, don't want to spoil it for you, but I feel like the two are very closely related. Now I'm just frightened. <laughs> you should be. No, no, I don't know. But um, we're having a contest. Oh yes, a contest. We need a logo for our podcast. We do not have a logo for our podcast, so uh, we are asking you, the listeners. To submit your ideas for a logo for the podcast, uh, just just send your logo on a three and a half by five self-addressed postcard <laughs> to us, 
What? That's no, right. No, that's, that's right. <laughs> right to us. Happy cast. PO Box nine six three, New York City, New York State, one zero one zero eight. Maybe you shouldn't do that because we probably won't get those. Yeah, you're right. I really don't know what address I just gave out. Um, well, uh, where can they actually send it to? Uh, they can send it to happycastfeedback. That's all one word. Happycastfeedback at gmail.com. So happycatfeedback at gmail.com. Is that like a <laughs> is that like a lolcat? I, I can cats. Ha- I can has cheeseburger. I've Googled happy cats. That's the only problem I had with our name was that misspelled we become a totally different meme. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds kind of terrible, actually. And we have a blog where you can go to listen or post, and that's later, the thehappycast.blogspot.com. <laughs> that's right, it's thehappycast.blogspot.com. So, Brian, who is our sponsor? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ben. This week's show is brought to you by Bounty Bounty Paper Towels. That's right. Use the thick and absorbent Bounty Paper Towels. They help you clean up quickly and easily. Ah, is that the one with the big lumberjack man, Paul Bunyan? No, that is that is something else. What is that? Brawny? 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 Yeah. That is Brawny. This is Bounty, which is the paper towel of choice of... Boba Fett. Uh, 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 you see, see what I did there? No? No. No. Uh, no. Okay, no. I, I, re- I regretted saying it as soon as I opened my mouth, so I knew that you would not appreciate it either. I would like to apologize to both Ben and our listeners. Well, I didn't appreciate your last sponsor. This one is considerably better than Angela Lansbury. Oh, mur- murder, murder She, she Wrote. wrote. Um, a quick, quick correction from last week's show regarding... Murder, She Wrote. I, cl- I claim that season one was available on the Netflix instant streaming service, but uh, sadly uh, I was incorrect. Be- because, in fact, all 12 seasons of Murder, She Wrote is available on Netflix instant streaming. Uh, oh, you can watch all, oh God. all 234 episodes. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Why? I, I don't know. Did we encourage her to do that? Is that our doing? I don't think that she personally put them on Netflix, but I, I like to think we played a part. A ever so small part in getting it on Netflix. All 18 of our subscribers wrote emails to Angela Lansbury requesting. <laughs> requesting that she submit her show for Netflix instant streaming? Exactly. And now not... I that just bad listeners, bad <laughs> what? Well, yes, go away. Go go do other things. I'm disappointed in you. Go to your rooms, which you might be in now. Yeah, if they're in their rooms, then where do they go? Go to your kitchen. Yeah, and, go in there. Well, while you're in there, get me a glass of water, because I am quite dehydrated. Go get in the dog loo in the backyard. Uh, dog loos. I actually, I had a, uh, well, I didn't have anything. <laughs> uh, my my dog was the proud owner of a dog glue when I was growing up. I don't like the phrase dog glue because it sounds like dog glue. <laughs> I've, I've I've never noticed that until now, but that does sound awful. I always always heard it as dog loo, which is like a loo like a, ba- like a loo for the dog. Like a, a bathroom? Yes, yes, like a bathroom for the dog. The do- does the dog glue stick to dogs, or is it made from dogs? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know both. 
it both Horse sticks glue? to and is made of dogs. <laughs> but this, this week's show is not brought to you by dog glue, so let's move on. <laughs> let, let, let's 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 go into our happy hour segment. It's that's right, it is our happy hour segment. This is the part of the show every week where we talk about one thing that makes us happy. So, happy. it's almost like Thanksgiving when you're growing up and you go around the table and it's like, oh, what? So, what are you thankful for? Except instead of thankful, we're ingrateful and we're self absorbed. So, we're happy and we <laughs> actually do it once a week. So, Ben, what are you happy about this week? I am happy this week and every week ever about zombies and the zombie subculture <laughs> zombie subculture i i didn't i didn't know that there was a zombie subculture ah uh, yes well first off anything that has zombies is probably already going to be good um not just because it's a metaphor for society but because it's really really cool like uh video games movies books short stories music <laughs> zombie music, <laughs> zombie, zombie gangster rap, perhaps. Oh, that I think you should do an example of zombie gangster rap, oh, Ryan. May, maybe, maybe another time. I'm not prepared right now. I'm gonna hold you to that. Now, now you, um, you do bring up an interesting point in that um, a lot of times zombies are are used as like a, a thinly veiled. Uh, like it's like it's like a reflection of of our society. It's like, oh well, this is about consumerism and whatnot. Um, yeah, usually, usually, I mean, sometimes if it's really well done, I can get on board with that. Like, oh, I can, this is very well made and it's a cool zombie movie. And then I guess here's the message. But, but sometimes that just gets kind of lost on me. Like, like, um, have you seen Land of the Dead? Uh, I don't think I've seen that one. I've watched the better ones. Oh, oh, well, I, I don't watch good zombie movies, apparently. Because, oh. it, because Land of the Dead is like they the outbreak has been around for a while, and they have this fortified city and a tower in which the the rich the rich people live away from the zombies, and you you could watch it and you could tell that the the filmmaker was like, oh, this is this is about it's about classism, man. It's about the separation of the rich and the poor, and I, I, yeah, I, I I saw what he was doing there, but I really <laughs> didn't care. It was like, okay, now now the zombies are attacking. Uh, yay! It, the message seems to be more just to get people to take it seriously, but you don't really need that. You're going to get plenty of fans and views because there are lots of zombie fans out there. If, uh, Romero's movies, I've watched a few of them. The better uh, yeah. of the of the yeah, dead. I think, I, I think Land of the Dead is a Romero, actually. Yes, but he's, but he's like the he's like the father of modern day zombies. How could you not give that man some respect? No, no, he's not the father of modern day zombies. He's the father of sort of the zombie culture. There was, I, th I know there's something else before him, but the the origin of zombies. Do I have to get? Should I get into zombies now, or should I save that? For well, maybe, maybe maybe a little bit. Just give the people a taste of the <laughs> the history of zombies. The original zombies came from the voodoo, when a voodoo sorcerer would. Um, blow powder into someone else's face if they're evil. It's a spell or whatever. It's actually the um, same stuff that's in the pufferfish. If you have too much, it can kill you. If you have just a little bit, it paralyzes you. But he blows it in their face. They're paralyzed. People assume they're dead. Bury them. He digs them out. 
and they're pretty much brain-dead slaves, which is where zombies started. Romero made them into masses of slow-moving people who just have basic desires of each person. And now zombies have evolved, uh, not zombies, but the zombie like culture and what zombie means. The, the zombie now myth? Just, yeah, yeah, the zombie mythos is now also, th- they have the slow ones still, but they're now the fast ones. Oh, which still have the same needs. Oh no, fast zombies are the new today. <laughs> they're the new today. Oh, I don't know what that meant. <laughs> I think that should be the slogan of Happy Cast. Happy Cast is the new today. Oh, I'm sorry, but yeah, uh, zombie games. Those are always fun, especially the co-op ones like Left 4 Dead One and Two. Oh, those are good. Uh, the Resident Evil series, that's a very good, more atmospheric one, or the first few are atmospheric. They become third-person Gears of War-esque shooters, and zombie shirts. The the zombie walks that people organize. Those oh, yeah, I've seen pictures. Those are wild. I wish I could be in one someday, but yeah. You'll have to organize your own zombie walk. It'll just be me walking down through downtown. <laughs> it's a single zombie. They'll just think I'm homeless. They never travel alone. <laughs> Uh, what's your pick? I talked too long about zombies. No, you can never talk too long about zombies. You forgot uh, my favorite zombie video game, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I clearly meant <laughs> Dead Rising because oh. <laughs> those are not the same thing in any way whatsoever. No, but the Dawn of the Dead movies are both good. But okay. Origin- n- all right. All right. New, new, new versus old. Which is better? Go. I uh, can't because they're both good for different reasons. Okay, zombie versus infected, go. No, wait, 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 wait. Infect- Same thing. Infected versus living dead, go. Same, wait, infect- that. okay, that's a better definition. I prefer infected because scientifically, though they are theoretically possible, whereas living dead are not. Okay, all right, very good. Uh, so my, my happy cast, happy hour pick of the week is USA Original Programming. I find oh, to be, yeah. Yeah. I find to be quite good across the board. Um, because in in recent memory, I guess about ten years ago, USA started to develop actual good original programming. Before that, I don't really know what the network was used for. They had pro wrestling, and then the rest of their schedule was kind of padded out by B movies and reruns of Walker Texas Ranger. I don't think they knew what they were doing. They had no plan going into the TV business. No, nah, man, Walker, Walker, Texas Rangers. This is about America, man. This is this is what it's about. And then oh. reruns of Coach. Start. I have not seen that show, but I heard Patrick Starr is in it. Yeah, yeah, that that guy, and then also uh, Craig T. Nelson. Ah, I know that name. You do know that name, but. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, at, at some point in time, they start to develop actual good programming. The first of which uh, is Monk. He is the oh. uh, obsessive compulsive detective, uh, which is quite good. It just ended its run recently, like about a year ago, I suppose. I th- yeah, I, I like that show. It was really good. It, I, I, I felt I felt bad because at a certain point in time, I started to kind of take it for granted. Like, oh, Monk, it's it's kind of it's it's got a formula and it follows it. And it's kind of always the same, but I I didn't really start to miss it until I didn't I didn't really realize how much I enjoyed it until it was gone. And Aww. but they had that a really good finale though. I, I think it it's really on par with some of the best 
uh, series finales around. It was a really great was, show. I I miss that show now. Uh, next on the list is Psych. He is. It's about a fake detective agency. It's about a fake psychic detective. <laughs> Take three. It is about a fake psychic detective agency, which they call Psych. A fake agency? He's are they a fake, fake de- psychic. Are they fake detectives? <laughs> no, no, they're actual detectives, and it's an actual agency, but th- th- he is not, in fact, a psychic. Ah, what is he? Uh, he's just a dude that is observant and whatnot. He's Sherlock Holmesian. He is Adrian Monk-like, who is yeah, which is based on Sherlock Holmes. So, and Sorry. House. <laughs> ah, House and Angela Lansbury actually. Believe oh, it or not, <laughs> she does not need to be our recurring. <laughs> she 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 is based on Sherlock Holmes. Like not oh. not even her character. Her as a human being is based on Sherlock Holmes. Her parents raised her as Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yes, the first the first nineteen years of her life, she thought she was Sherlock Holmes. Does she use bounty? No, she does not. Oh. I'll have to I'll have to call her after the show and talk to her about that because uh, it is the quilted quicker picker upper. No, it's not. It's the it's the quicker thicker picker upper. <sighs> they changed their motto, didn't they? Uh, their their new motto is kind of dumb. It's I prefer the quilted quicker picker upper. No, the newest one is the thick quicker picker upper. Th- thicker than Rub- thicker than what? What is our point of comparison? It's thicker than the quilted ones. Yeah, quilting's good. It's quality. It's observant. Uh, it's not observant. It's absorbent. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is observant. It is always watching you. They just like Psych they put, and Monk they, and Angela Lansbury. They put cameras in every roll and they they spy on you. <laughs> I'm scared of paper towels now. No, <laughs> you, you should be. They, I'm, they, they will. They will rise I'm always up. scared of the brawny man. The brawny man. Uh, he, he he looks like he's gonna come out of the paper towel <laughs> box and just beat you up. So, <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. I'm I'm literally speechless. Uh, no, you're not. You're still he, talking. Ha! Wait. Now it's quiet. Gotcha. <laughs> um, I was literally speechless for about eight seconds. Oh, hey, but he's a, he's just a rugged he's a rugged lumberjack man and whatnot. You, you, I mean, no, you're right. Okay, I can see where you're coming from. I can see that guy wanting to beat me up, chopping so. me up with his big man arms, <laughs> chopping you up with his arms. <laughs> well, in his arms, he'll have his big man lumberjack axe or lumberjacks. Wait, that's um, that's already a word. <laughs> moving, moving on. <laughs> Um, now the, the last USA show I wanted to talk about is Burn Notice. I have not yet seen that one. You should check it out. It's really fun. It is a spy show based in Miami. Ah. A yeah, lot of Miami. shows, a lot yeah, of shows that, are based that, in Miami. I don't want to go to Miami as a result of that. Because <laughs> if, 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 the television is to be, if the television is to be believed, and why, why should I not believe it? Miami is full of murderers, spies, and David Caruso. And no one wants to be near bad puns with sunglasses on and off. Uh, no, no, obviously not. Did you see but the space episode? Of CSI? Yeah, CSI Miami. They they aired commercials for it during the Super Bowl, and I was like, 
I, I didn't know it was CSI Miami at first. I thought they were doing CSI space. <laughs> it's the newest CSI. I'm like, there's only so many suspects up there. <laughs> I bet the astronaut did it. But maybe it was the face of Mars. <laughs> oh, that's that's a really bad episode of the X Files. Um, I, I, you you've really you've really you've kind of blown my mind here. There was a murder in space, and then the the CSI I, Miami gang has to solve it. I watched the first couple minutes, and apparently someone fell from space. And they and landed on someone's car who was being robbed or something. They landed in Miami? They landed in Miami. And I, I, I assume that soon after, David Caruso, David Caruso took off his sunglasses and made some pun about, oh, I guess he fell for her. <laughs> I mean, on her. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's a favorite part of that show that I don't watch. <laughs> that, that sounds like a really uh, promising setup for an episode of Monk. I'm just saying. But they had a space episode. Oh, they did. It was that was actually really good. Actually, now that I think about yeah. it, Monk did space really well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Monk has one of two formats. Usually, it's either they don't know who did it and they're trying to figure it out, or they know who did it but they don't know how. They have to prove it in some way. Those are the two formats, and they're both really good. Yes. But uh, really quick, quick note about Burn Notice. It's a fun show. Uh, spy action. Occasionally they stop, like, and occasionally they will pause it, and there there will be a voiceover giving a spy tip. It's like when when you're a spy, you get used to looking for people that follow you. It's like that, only not terrible. <laughs> I, I think in real life you should sometimes look to see if people are following you. <laughs> I never do. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm following you right now. In fact, my car doesn't have a rearview mirror. Fun fact. That. That's pro- you and your car problems. You don't wear a seatbelt. Don't have rearview mirrors. Do you have tires on your car? I do currently. And to be fair, I did have. I did have a rearview mirror until this afternoon, in which apparently it was so hot in the state of Georgia, the sun somehow destroyed the adhesive that was holding my rearview mirror up, and then it fell. Wow. That maybe it just melted. Maybe that was it. Maybe maybe the maybe it melted. That makes a little bit more sense. Do you still have the rearview mirror, or is it just missing? Because then it probably did just melt. I no no the mirror's still there. Okay, never mind then. Um, let's let's bring this around. Uh, did you know that dude from Burn Notice played a character a monk one time? I did not, but I assume so because secondary characters are on all all over the ABC shows and CSIs and Law and Orders. Yes, specifically, he played the astronaut, which we were talking about earlier. Oh, yep. that's weird. Oh. How did you find that out so fast? Google. Wow. All right. Anyway, enough. <laughs> enough. We spent a lot of time talking about zombies and USA shows. They're both good. So let's not focus on something that is actually good. And let's move forth to things that are awful. In a segment called Bummer Patrol. Oh, man! That's right. This is part of the show where we talk about things that we are not happy about. Ben, what is your Bummer Patrol pick of the week? This week, um, I promised Camille, who wrote in, that it would be her because she was mean to me. 
<laughs> again, again, I I feel obligated to point out that you are using Bummer Patrol as a personal soapbox <laughs> to talk about people that you are disappointed with. Camille, were you the one in line at the fast food restaurant? Oh, what a twist that would be. But no, my Bummer Patrol this week is kind of related to my happy hour. Um, it is the vampire subculture. Aw, come I, on. No. Va- vampires <laughs> are... are, are no, okay, well, hear me out here. Are you trying to tell us that vampires suck? Not exactly. Okay. Are you a vampire? No. no okay. Not. All right, vampires have to tell the truth. So... Do they? Uh, no, well, but according well, to all the TV shows, well, you can make up whatever rules you want for vampires, and they can be true. Well. <laughs> According to an episode of the X-Files, if I were to open up a pack of Reese's Pieces and throw it on the floor, a vampire would have to pick up every piece. Especially if he were a sweet alien. Yes, especially if he were an extraterrestrial. You, Good point. But vampire subculture. There is too much vampire sub. It's not the same thing as zombies. Zombies, they aren't, they're not messing around with everyone else's business. They stay off by themselves and don't try to draw in new people. And I don't hate <laughs> any one vampire. Oh, <laughs> yeah, zombies. That's the opposite of what zombies would normally do. <laughs> that's exactly what zombies do. <laughs> that zombies is exactly <laughs> what zombies do. Okay, one point for you, Brian. <laughs> it's not like they want to eat your brains or anything. But the the vampire subculture. Wait, there is zombie music. Jonathan Colton. Oh, yes. Jonathan Re Colton. your brains. That Sorry. Is, that is a good one. <sighs> okay, I but bet, I bet they were also vampire songs. There are a lot more vampire songs. Vampires, they aren't messing around. I mean, they do some video games. Castlevania series, they're quite good, except there's only like one vampire in it, and it's the boss. And it's Dracula. Uh, so. It is Dracula. So. But the vampire culture nowadays, it's more about teen girls, or actually more like tween girls, Screaming about how hot they are, than about vampires being, you know, intimidating and scary. Okay, well, okay, then, then to be fair, to narrow it down, you're just saying that you do not like the the modern day version of a vampire. Yeah, the the, well, the old stuff didn't go crazy about like, it. Like nowadays, it, vampires are so big that every every TV channel wants to have more vampires. First, there was Twilight, Vampire Diaries, True Blood, now The Gates. Please, no more vampires, or at least just tone it down. All right, all right, but what about old, like, old-school vampires, like Dracula? You have any problems with Dracula? Those are still awesome, because they are scary. Zombies are supposed to be scary. And actually, Nosferatu, that was actually going to be Dracula, but the people lost the rights to the Dracula movie, so they had to change all the names. (laughs) Really? So that's the same What's kind of like Dracula? Ah, Okay, I know. Nosferatu, of course. Let's make up a name. But, ugh. I mean, why don't people fall in love with zombies? They will actually love you for your brains. Ah. Uh, <laughs> That's good. That's good. I, I've actually I've heard you make that joke before, and I still find it hilarious every time. Now they know I didn't think of it on the spot. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm What's sorry. your pick? I, I've I've blown your cover. My Bumper Patrol pick of the week is I I, I want to apologize because I didn't really think this through until 
right right now at this moment. Because last week it it was it was driving related people that do not use their turn signal. This week I'm kind of bummed out by people that while I'm driving on the highway and they're behind me, they will drive they will drive up right on my bumper, change lanes, pass me, get in front of me, and then slow down. Oh yes, I agree with you. Why would you do that? If you wanted to drive slower, then you could have done that directly behind me. Sometimes I think it's because they think they're trying to get back at you. Like they think you're being slow on purpose, so they're like, "I'll show that guy," and they slow no, down. No, I'm gonna slow down. <laughs> Take ha. that. That's that's not as bad around here because mostly we just have two lane roads on my side. Huh. But uh, when we took our trip to Disney World, and by the way, we is me and my girlfriend. Uh, I did not mention that last podcast. Brian and I did not go on a trip to Disney World. <laughs> they, they, Megan and I went on a trip to Disney World. Thank you for the clarification. You did use we a few <laughs> times last week without establishing who we was. I Yes. That, 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 sounded, that sounded terrible, <laughs> but continue. But yes, uh, on the way there, especially passing through Georgia, entering Georgia all the way to Florida, mostly three or four lanes, that happened a lot. Oh, People yes. swerving back and forth. That's right. You were you were in my my home state. You were in Georgia. You you saw what I have to live with every day. People passing me and then slowing down for no reason. And the billboards, the billboards. No, no, let's not talk about the billboards. There were just a lot of them. We don't have that many billboards here in no. Arkansas. Really, no billboards in Arkansas. Well, Fun we have fact. some, but we we have some, just not like thirty from one spot that you can see. Yeah, there's a bit of a billboard overload in Atlanta. You are correct about that. But, in, you know, in closing, in short, uh, people that slow down in front of me, people that don't use their blinker, uh, basically anybody that drives is really kind of disappointing me. So you? I just, I don't like driving. Driving is just a really bummer scenario for me. Maybe you don't like driving because you don't have a rearview mirror anymore. Uh, yeah, well, I've only I've only driven around like that today, and that actually that enhances the experience. Could yeah. you use dog glue to stick it back up? <laughs> Maybe. I'll I'll try. I'll, I'll pick up some dog glue after the show, and I will let you know how that works. And out. If that doesn't work, if that doesn't work, just use Bounty to clean it up. Oh yes. <laughs> you the. <laughs> oh. Moving on, our next segment is Box Office Banter. And now, on with the show. Ah, yes, the summer movie season. So tell me, Ben, what kind of summer films have you seen? And apparently I'm Sean Connery for no reason. (laughs) Well, I have seen Toy Story 3. What a coincidence, friend. I also saw that film this week. As did almost everyone else. Yeah, it did make like $100 million, so... Not as much as Alice in Wonderland opening weekend, I heard. Really? Yes. That is a that is a crazy statistic, because it was the highest opening for a Pixar film in history. C- congratulations, Pixar. Eh... Pixar. I like I like their stuff, but at this point, congratulating them on anything just feels redundant. It's like, okay, we get it. You do awesome things. 
Eh, that's a good... Uh, they do awesome things, and they have a habit of making sad, sad movies now. Yeah, they are they are on a bit of a roll, aren't they? Oh. Well, Toy Story 3, the gripping conclusion to the Toy Story trilogy. What did you think? How did it, how did it compare to the previous two entries? Well, alright. The, the first two movies were 11 years ago, so... Any any Toy Story material would have made fans happy, really. But they made plenty of callbacks to the older movies. There were plenty of jokes that kids would love, and some that only adults would get, which I I love those. And it was it was emotional. The characters I love, good villain. Oh, etc. Best best villain of a Disney film ever, without a doubt. Better than Stinky Pete. Stinky Pete was pretty good. But yes, better than Stinky Pete, the Toy Story 2 dude. What did you think of Toy Story 3? Meh. No, no, Ooh. I'm just kidding. I thought, it was, I thought it was fantastic. It was it was brilliant, clever, heartwarming. In short, pretty much everything I expect from a Pixar film not called Cars. Oh, what, what, why do you hate Cars so much? Because people don't use their blinker, they always slow down when they're in front of me. I don't, I don't think that's what Cars was about. <laughs> that's, that's all I could see when I was in the theater. Oh, not blinkers is all you could see. But uh, yeah, Toy Story 3, the dark final chapter in the Toy Story trilogy. I guess we should say light, light spoilers here. Very light. We'll talk like premise stuff. Yeah. Andy so, goes so- to college. That is that is the setup for the story, and, you know, the dude, it's been 11 years since Toy Story 2, so he's 17 years old, getting ready to move out, and you know, the toys are worried, like, oh, he's going to get rid of us, what's going on here? And also, uh, like, some, like I, I like that they kind of left a gap. There, there's, this, there's this big gap in time between 2 and 3, and they just have characters that have disappeared, and we don't really know what happened to them. And they kind of talk about it like, oh, man, Etch-A-Sketch is gone. That, that's kind of a bummer, man. I, I missed that thing. Oh, and Bo Peep, which Bo is Peep. even more sad because wasn't that Woody's love interest in the first movie? Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was. So, yeah, there, there, there is a bit of a sad moment early on in which in which Woody addressed like, yeah, yeah, even Bo, it's gone. It's, Pretty it's, much all the toys that weren't main characters are gone. Yard sales, trash, probably chewed up by the dog. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I actually I really like the dog in this movie um, because, I, I mean, in, in short, I think Toy Story 3, I mean, the one of the big themes of it, I, I felt, was letting go. That seemed to be, let, letting go and moving on seemed to be a big part of it. And I, I really liked that, that, the, that the dog kind of, he, he really represents how much time has passed because... Andy gets the dog at the end of the first movie. He's like, oh, a puppy. Oh, what's going on? And then in the second movie, it is, it is a spry young dog. And, you know, the toys are riding around on it, and it, it is a young puppy. And, and now when when the, the dog makes its appearance in Toy Story 3, it is an old, rugged, tired dog that can barely walk. And I, I just I thought oh. that was great. He needs some dog glue to pep him up. Uh, yes, he should. I hear that dog glue is the canine equivalent to catnip. Ah, I'm actually allergic to catnip. <laughs> really? You're allergic That's true. You're allergic to catnip? <laughs> yes, I'm allergic to catnip. I'm not making that up. We thought it was cats at first. We thought it was flea powder. It's catnip. 
<laughs> I don't even know what to say. How, how does that come about? Like, you gave your cats excessive amounts of catnip, and then that caused you to have an allergic reaction to them? No. If I'm just around catnip, like the catnip toys, if I'm around that, that will ma- I get all like sneezy and my eyes get itchy. Wow. I'm actually, I, I think I might be allergic to cheese nips too, because I ate a bunch of those like a, a few months ago, and my mouth got really itchy. I think I'm just allergic to nips yeah. in general. I get it. What? No. What do you mean you You're get it? You're just allergic like... to all nips. <laughs> uh, there's that candy that yeah. uh, it's just nips. I think it's like a caramel caramel treat. Are you allergic to that as well? Oh, I love, I love caramel. I hope I'm not allergic to that. You have. Quite possibly the strangest set of allergies uh, that, that, that I'm aware of, at least. Catnip and uh, Cheez-Its. Food that's been cooked on styrofoam for at least 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, styrofoam. That's, I don't think anybody should cook food on styrofoam. I think that is just a general health concern. It's not fair don't when they, the, take-home, the take-home boxes are made of styrofoam. Like you're supposed to cook them in that. I really, I really feel that you should not microwave styrofoam. I think I read something somewhere like that. That is linked to some kind of medical condition. I don't know. I'll read it. Up. Yeah, it it, re- it releases like chlorofluorocarbons or something. Educational. Oh yeah, yeah. Bringing the education once again. I did tag us in that section of the iTunes store, so we have to have at least one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that that I mean that qualifies us for this week. Did you see any interesting trailers before Toy Story 3? Yes. I I was uh, privileged in that I got to see the trailer for the upcoming live-action Smurfs movie. I did not see it, but when Brian texted or tweeted about it, I made sure to look it up immediately. I don't I really don't know what to say. Guys, guys, they're making a live-action Smurfs movie. It's going to be pretty well, bad. This- the Smurfs aren't live action, but everything else is. Like somehow they like yeah they're they're CG. So but they get sent to the like our world like modern day New York. Somehow. Yeah, it's it's pretty dis- it's pretty disappointing, and it, it's it's starring Neil Patrick Harris, NP MPH. Come on, I, I like that guy. Oh. Is he Papa Smurf? He is not. He's one of the humans. I'm actually looking at a cast list of the Smurfs movie right now, and they have some pretty good talent involved. Um, uh, B.J. Novak, who plays Ryan in The Office, is going to be Baker Smurf. Uh, okay. Paul Rubens is Jokey Smurf. Isn't this more sad than talented that they're doing this movie? <laughs> You're right. Well, it's a list of people that were offered a check to do a voice in a movie, and they agreed. That, is, that, oh. is that more accurate? These people like That's these people better. like money. Jeff Jeff oh. Foxworthy is going to appear as Handy Smurf. Oh, I bet that's. Oh no. Ugh. So, uh, so I was thinking, what do you think Jeff Foxworthy would sound like as a Smurf? Uh, I don't know, but since you are both Georgians, I think you would have a better idea than I would. Oh, you're right. You're right. We we do we do share the same thoughts and feelings. Us Georgians are kind of mind melded <laughs> like that. So, so I, why don't you like cars? That's about NASCAR. 
Oh, I don't hate cars. It's just not as good. But anyway, Jeff Foxworthy is is a Smurf. I feel like it'd probably go something like this. You might be a Smurf if you're a small mythical blue creature. Huh? Right, right? Something like that? Uh, 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 yeah. Get, yeah. No, get, maybe it'll grow on me. Keep going. Now, now, if your closet is filled with dozens of hats and many pairs of pants, chances are you might be a Smurf. Might be a blue neck? You might be a blue neck. If, <laughs> if, if your Smurfing vocabulary only contains one Smurfing adjective... And if I were to take a vacation in Vegas where I was faced with an opportunity to make a wager on whether you were in fact a Smurf or not, I would more than likely bet a large sum of money on the fact that you are a Smurf. Uh, <laughs> that was probably one of his longer jokes. It, it is. It's a, it's a long setup to a, a small punchline. <laughs> a punchline that everyone already knows in advance. That's, that's what, because that's his thing. <laughs> that's what he does, apparently. And... Um, Oh, wow. In in uh, researching my, my role as the Smurf Jeff Foxworthy, I found a How to Talk with a Southern Accent page on ehow.com. Uh, why would someone really want to? I mean, usually that's not a good thing. I, I don't know, but it's really it's not very helpful. It's really terrible and offensive to people in the South because uh, one note here is use y'all every chance you get. No. Now, this is appropriate in referring to a single person or a group of people. Never say going to, but insert fixin' to. That's... N what? That's right. That's right. Um, also, perf perfect a small vocabulary with words such as purdy, reckon, awfulist, critter, britches, tarnation. Those are all good things to start with. We're not Yosemite Sam. Oh, yes. <laughs> Although I, I am jealous of his facial hair. Oh, he does have an awesome mustache, doesn't he? He does. Better than Snidely Whiplash. Uh, I don't know. That dude looks pretty dastardly. Yeah, but his uh, thin little thing. Yeah, yeah you're um, right. But he, he does he does do the twirl. Yosemite Sam has never done a mustache twirl, at least to my knowledge. Nah, but Yosemite Sam does a fire two guns in the air and... Racking, slacking, snacking. <laughs> you, you, you got me there. He does do that. But, um, you know, about the movies, Ben. Oh, yes. Uh, just a quick, quick note about Pixar. Is I'm a little bit bummed out that apparently uh, they're going to start churning out sequels. Because next year, Cars 2 is coming out. And then the following year, there is going to be a Monsters, Inc. 2. Oh yeah, I, I have. I, I will still watch them because Pixar is good, and all of their sequels so far have been good. But still, I thought they prided themselves on creative new ideas. Yeah, that's really. And they had a they had a really good run there. I mean, you got Toy Story, A Bug's Life, Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, which is uh, probably my personal favorite of the group. Cars, Ratatouille, Wall-E, and Up. Oh wow, that's they're all they're Those, all good. Uh, what what is your favorite Pixar movie out of the group? Oh, that's really hard to say. Um, I really really liked Up. That's one of my favorites. I don't know why, but I think I think as a film, Up is probably the best made and most interesting because I, I mean at that point, Pixar's uh, they clearly proven 
you know who they were and that they they are wildly successful in everything they do. But oh, definitely. That, that that just seems like a really a tough pitch to, to to make to Disney. It's like, well, I don't know. We were thinking about this movie about this this old man voiced by Ed Asner, and he like he like ties balloons to his house or something. Man, I don't know. There's a Boy Scout and they're and, flying around and and the boy. It's really sad too because at the beginning stuff happens. I don't want to spoil it because the first ten minutes are probably the best thing ever put on film. And so sad. Oh, yes, I felt I felt very uncomfortable in the theater because I went on a weekday morning, uh, so I was only in the theater with a couple of mothers and young young children, and <laughs> and I was like, I don't I don't know if kids should be watching this. This is just too sad. And then I started to tear up. Oh, I did too. It, it's <laughs> oh, everyone I know who has watched that movie has teared up at least once in the first ten minutes. Yes, and uh, fun fact, if you didn't tear up, you are in fact heartless. Or a zombie. Or a zombie. Well, zombies have hearts, don't they? Uh, they don't have to. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they don't have to. I guess you could shotgun it out of them. They'd still be walking around. Okay, all right, I just wanted to verify. Anyway, that concludes, unless you have anything to add. Uh, I have one fun fact okay. to include. I would like to hear a fun fact. Uh, this- this section, called Box Office Banter, could also be called Bob. Ah, Bob for short. Yes. Well, no, just Bob. No. <laughs> not Bob for okay, short. Okay, not, not Bob for short. Bob. Yes. All right. We'll refer to it as Bob in all future iterations. So, thank you for listening to Bob. Now onward to Fight Court. You are about to enter the courtroom of Judge... <laughs> That's right, we are introducing yet another new segment here on the second episode of Happy Cast. Uh, this is one I'm kind of excited about. Uh, it's called Fight Court. Ben, you came up with the name. You came up with the name, so tell the people, what is Fight Court? What is the first rule, what is the first rule of Fight Court? The first rule of Fight Court is that we do not talk about Fight Court. Okay, so thank you for joining us on Fight Court. Next <laughs> segment is... Fan Feedback. All right. Wait, we should probably go back to, to Fight Court. Okay, we should probably talk about Fight Court at least this one time. It's not much of a court if there are only two of us. Ah, oh, you're right. Two does not really make a court. Two is so the loneliest to... number. Well, I mean, I heard I heard one was the loneliest number that you'll ever know. Uh, no, 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 it's two. Well, two two can be as bad as one. It's It's the loneliest number since the number one, but number one is still... The loneliest. No, a one's company, two's a crowd. What? No, three, three's <laughs> company. Three's company, two. Doo, doo, the great, doo, doo. the late great John Ritter. Um, How did actually we... had <laughs> that? that <laughs> I, I really want to finish this tangent. Uh, three's company actually had a short-lived and failed spinoff called Three's a Crowd. Why? Uh, because ABC likes money. Ah, that's true. So, fight court. Fight so, court. <laughs> we're going to have to really work on staying on topic. Uh, <laughs> or, or we'll not. see what the fans like. Maybe if the fans like us off topic, we'll stay off topic. Be, be, that might be appealing to people. They might want to hear about bad 80s spinoffs. I, I like to appeal bananas. <laughs> Speaking of appeals, fight court. <laughs> oh. We're not an apple at court, so you would not actually appeal in fight court. 
But fight court, we each pick one side, Brian and I, I mean, we each pick one side of some kind of debate or argument, controversial topic. Except not controversial because we like people. And uh, we each give our closing arguments on why we think our side should win. Then you guys, listeners, the jury, can go to thehappycast.blogspot.com and submit your feedback on our poll that we will have there. And in a week or two, depending on how many, how much feedback we get, we will give our results. All right. Very exciting. So how, how are we going to kick off this? This sure to be a fan favorite segment. What 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 disagreement is long enough ongoing and grand enough that we can base an entire segment of our show on? It's pirates versus ninjas. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, what side are you on? Well, um, I'm on the correct or winning side, if you will. So I'm gonna go with the pirates. I'm gonna have to disagree and pick ninjas because they are the correct or as. A left-handed person would say the left way to choose. Oh, but oh, that's a low blow. I'm left-handed as well. You can't prove it. Uh, you're right. It is really hard to prove over a podcast. I speak like a left-handed person, so <laughs> obviously I am. You, okay, you speak, therefore you are. Good point. I, I, favor, I favor the left audio speaker. And I'm in the right channel. Hello. Woo. Yeah, so why are pirates better than ninjas? And you might as well just make it up because there's no no reason at all. All right. Well, I mean, again, I'm not really I'm not really sure of this being our first outing. What kind of uh, how we're going to judge them against one another? But let's just say in a physical confrontation, a pirate would win. Would win. Not only would it win, it would win with ease. Because how? because pirates have guns. Yes, pirates have guns, but how do you shoot at something you don't who, see until your neck is sliced? Who needs courage when you have a gun? Sorry, I was watching Futurama earlier. Um, <laughs> uh, but I mean, okay, maybe maybe a ninja could sneak up and take out a single pirate, a pirate, but a pirate never travels alone. Ninjas do. Ninjas are lone wolves. So a ninja would take out a pirate, and then his pirate friends would come and save the day. I think you're grossly underestimating the speed of ninjas, and also they have smoke bombs. Ah, uh, here, okay, here, good point, good point. But with one, with one katana, they can cut through four, at least four, pirate heads. Oh, wow, it's kind of kind of violent. Pirates. Never stand that close together. It's a, it's a rule. It's a thing they do. Well, then the ninja would just use throwing stars. And I bet pirates can't stand close together because they smell so bad. They can't stand it. Oh, wow. That's a low blow. Well, all right, all right. Well, not only do I think pirates would win in a physical confrontation, but you cannot dispute this. Pirates are better Halloween costumes. I, uh, I mean, you can really, you can really make a pirate costume your own. You can like, oh, well, I have a peg leg, or am I gonna have a parrot on my shoulder? There are so many options. Like, if you're a ninja, you basically just drape yourself with black cloth. Like, uh, I'm a ninja. Actually, I was a ninja last Halloween. All I did was not go door to door. 
Oh, that, because ninjas wouldn't be seen. You you are very effective in that way. I, also, pirates are a better Halloween costume because you go trick or treating at night. Ninjas wear all black. They would just blend in with the darkness. Uh, yes, you are correct. Thank you for further proving my point. No, I'm just proving why pirates are sad and a lot more easily visible. So they're a better target. They're even dressed like targets with their striped shirts. <laughs> well, pirates are more bankable at the box office. They had a Pirates of the Caribbean movie, which is based on an amusement park ride, which was highly successful. Name, name one financially successful ninja film. I challenge you, sir. Name uh, one. Well, I, I actually can't because they've tried to make a ninja movie, but the ninjas killed everyone that had any kind of connection to it, so it wouldn't be released. Wow. <laughs> uh, no, I, why? Why would they? Why would they go out of their way to do that? Ninjas sound like jerks. Ninjas don't want their secret out there. Pirates are jerks. <laughs> they raid and pillage and burn down villages for no reason other than booty and winches, and winches booty. <laughs> Oh well, well, okay, all right. You, 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 okay. I saw a ninja film. It was called Ninja Assassin, and it was not very good. The Most well, yeah. That's why the ninjas let them live. It had nothing to do <laughs> it, 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 with the actual truth of ninjas. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. But but answer me this: Who would contribute more to society, ninjas or pirates? Neither. Pirates would tear down society. While ninjas, they're more of assassins. They're, like, contracted out by their ninja leader. Okay, alright, so, I, I guess nobody wins in this scenario. I guess you, the jury, must decide. You've heard the closing arguments. Now go to your jury chambers and decide. Uh, and your jury chambers would happen to be the webpage, thehappycast.blogspot.com? Yes, indeed, EO, it would. All right, there we will have a poll and vote. Pirates or ninjas? Or vampires? If you don't vote, oh, not or vampires. If, if you don't vote, some ninjas might come visit you. Uh, Just saying. Come on, don't, 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 don't buy into his empty threats. I hear that ninjas died out years ago. They were killed by a meteor. That's what they want you to think. Huh. You let your guard down now. Interesting. Well, onwards to our feedback segment. Sound. Oh. Mail time. Oh, great. Thanks. You've got mail. There's a letter here for you. Yes, time for listener feedback. Our first ever piece of feedback comes from a friend of mine, and he listened to another podcast I'm on, Lost and Locked. Lost and Locked at blogspot.com. Rick from Wisconsin. And Ben, what does Rick have to say? Rick from Wisconsin, or Rick Sconson, as I like to call him. Uh, he's, he writes, This is the first email I have ever sent to a podcast. Even though I have called many shows over the last years, I do not ever sit down to email. Twitter and Facebook are my favorite ways to interact. Happy Cast was so much fun to listen to in this post-lost vacuum. I will recommend it to all my friends. I like the interaction between you guys almost as much as the Lost Unlocked crew. All right. And then in, res 
Yeah, good job you. I'm almost as good as Chris. Because <laughs> I am the constant in that equation, so it does boil down to you are almost as good as Chris. Or maybe I'm as good as Chris and Brian, oh, you're, and you're just dragging you're, it down. You're right, or maybe maybe you're as good as I am, and I, I don't know. That does not make sense. And he yeah. continues <laughs> in reply to different segments that we mentioned last time. He says, why are we here on Earth? Too deep of a religious and philosophical question to tackle via email. Someday I may do my own podcast and tackle that one. Best of luck to you, Rick. (laughs) If you do, I would really like to check that out. If you can answer successfully on a podcast why we are here, I would pay for that podcast. He could be a very successful paid podcast. Those are hard to come by. Maybe we should do that, except we would then we would have no listeners, <laughs> so never mind. The only payment we require is contribution. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that sounded uncomfortably close to being a threat. <laughs> it. We demand contribution. <laughs> I'll send the brawny man after you. Oh. He's... Uh, Rick Skonskin continues. What am I happy about this week? Wipeout is back on TV. This is the best mindless entertainment you can watch, in my opinion, and I agree, Rick. It is very good mindless slapstick entertainment. Oh, it is. I, I actually I watched it as well um, a couple nights ago, and it is. I almost feel bad for saying it, but it's hilarious watching people attempt to go through that course. And they volunteer. They know it's gonna. They're gonna they, fall down. They they know what they're getting into, and actually, there is kind of like this this weird element where. You watch like thirty people attempt to do this 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 obstacle and they fail in hilarious ways. It's almost a triumph to see that one guy actually make it. Like, all right, good for him. <laughs> that guy probably made his own course in his backyard and practiced. Oh, that 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 sounds mad impressive. Ugh. The Rick continues. When it comes to gaming, I am a Nintendo lover too. I have an NES, Sega 32X, and Wii. I stink at first-person games, but excel at Star Wars Battlefront on Xbox. I have not been able to... Ooh. Oh, have you played that? I, I have. It's an excellent game. I have not, but I have an NES and a Wii, and they're both very excellent. Uh, I have not been able to play a football game on any system since they changed the view of the field being top to bottom instead of right to left. Super Tech Mobile yeah. was great. I could not figure out Madden. Yeah, yeah, they, they, it is overly complex. I will give you that. I don't even try anymore, because as far as I can tell from my layman not good at sports eyes, is that the Madden games are the same, but with different people in each one. I don't know. They, 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 I mean, they do make a few basic changes every year, but you are correct. They are pretty much ch- charging you $60 a year for the exact same game. Oh. And Rick... Wait. Whoop. Nope, 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 oh. sorry. And Rick concludes, bummer of the week. There is no IZOD IndyCar Series race this weekend. Thanks for the show. Look forward to the next one. Rick from Wisconsin. Well, Rick, thank you for writing, first of all. I know that the IndyCar Series race is not a bummer for Brian because he hates cars. (laughs) That's right. I dislike cars. Uh, But thank you for listening. Thank you for your kind words of encouragement. I I hope we haven't let you down with the second podcast because... Like, from what I heard, we had some pretty good feedback on that first one, so... Oh, yeah. (laughs) Nowhere to go but down, really. We should have retired. 
Maybe we do. Maybe we do retire at the end of this podcast. Yeah. Stay tuned. All right. That's our twist this episode. Keep them hooked. Well, and then... we have another piece of feedback. Yeah, we do from a uh, a listener with a very interesting handle. It Good is, luck. It's, it's a palindrome. It appears to be Miguel, and then Miguel spelled backwards, which is Lugim. Miguel Lugim. So it, it pretty much is uh, Spanish palindrome. So he writes in and he says he started following me on Twitter uh, via my Lost and Locked podcast, lostandlocked.blogspot.com. And, <laughs> and that's how he found out about the new podcast. Happycast at ha- thehappycast.blogspot.com. <laughs> he says, I think it's cool that you found this side project to continue podcasting, and I wish you guys the best of luck in this new venture. He continues saying, I liked the pilot in general. I think there's a good potential on this simple premise. Hey, we have potential. All right. Uh, uh, that's, what I've, that's always what I've wanted is potential. High five. Air five. All right. <laughs> I, I, I guess what does it for me is that it has a little bit of what made lostandlocked.blogspot.com fun, only taking away the lost component and focusing on... The sidetracking comments. I hope that's a good thing. Uh, me too. I hope so. Because that's that's what we do. Yeah, we've done a lot of that today. That's our hook. <laughs> hook, line, and sinker. He, he, he says that I want to tell you guys that I totally agree on the turning lights comment. I live in Mexico City and no one uses their turn lights while driving. Maybe they and always I, just go straight. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, fun never fact, turn. <laughs> nobody turns while driving in Mexico City. <laughs> and and poor M- Miguel, he says he suffers from this situation mostly as a pedestrian when he literally has to be reading people's minds in order to figure out whether or not they are going to turn and run him over while he is crossing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Very unfortunate. Uh, anyway, he oh he's quite interested in the competition which you announced at the beginning of the show. Ah, the graphics has, one. Yes, for the podcast logo. He has a few ideas, and he we look forward to seeing what they are. Uh, happycastfeedback at gmail.com is that address. Yes, everyone do that, because we really need one. We don't care how badly or how bad you think you are an artist. I am worse. And so am I. And he wraps it up saying, take it easy, congrats, and best wishes. Thank you, Miguel Guim. Sorry to get a little off topic here, Brian, but back to Dogloo. I don't think it really sounds like that great of a product now that I think about it. Really? I, I'm pretty impressed by the uh, potential that Dogloo shows. How many things do you stick to dogs? No, 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 no. We're not talking about dog glue. We're talking about oh. dog Lou. Ah, that's just a tree or a fire hydrant. No, no, it's like it's a it's a product. It's a standalone thing that you put in your home where the dog actually goes and uses the the, the loo and you don't have to clean up after it. So it is a great product. So it's like a cat? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it makes dogs like cats pretty much. So less Good. annoying. <laughs> hey, cats are not annoying. Cats are quiet. That's for next time we do a debate segment. 
Yes, we will. We will go over that next time. So, final piece of feedback. I think we have one more. It comes in form of an audio comment from our our good friend, your friend of mine, Trent from the Mannerscast, Mannerscast.com. So, let's hear it. Top of the morning, Brian and Ben. This is Trent from the Mannerscast. I know you haven't technically opened it up to the public yet, but uh, I was wondering if I could drop into the happy hour topic of the uh, week and submit my own. My happy hour suggestion, something that makes me very, very happy, is uh, really outrageous German accents, uh, fake ones particularly, really outrageous fake German accents. Russian is, is pretty good, but I really, really love really outrageous fake German accents. So now my question is, can you guys provide me with a couple? Just whatever over-the-top thing you can do. Take care, keep up the show, and stay happy. Thank you very much, Trent. Um, I would like to say that I also enjoy the occasional over-the-top German accent. They, they're pretty good, but I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. I don't know if I can personally provide one for the show. Uh, do you think that's something that maybe you can do for us? Well, I, I, I would do the accent. I did take about a year and a half of uh, classes of German, but uh, that's, we didn't really learn a lot of German. We no, mo- mostly we just listened to techno, a lot of a lot of techno, and some other like shows in German, like Hey Arnold. All right. Did you also get to watch a lot of Hogan's Heroes? No, no Hogan's Heroes, but uh, one of my favorite songs that we listened to a lot in there was called... It was basically, I Have a Boat, is what it translates out to. <laughs> and the song, it's sort of, I, I Have a Boat, the fat Bertha sits in boat. <laughs> um, and something about eating a lot of hamburgers and then back to the boat again. Wow, or something. That, oh man, they don't make music like that over here, do they? No, I wish they did. That would be... I would greatly prefer that. Oh. But, uh... So you can't you can't do an over the top German accent? Uh, well, I could, but I, I don't want to show off. So uh, can you? I, I don't even know if I could. Like I could maybe try, but it wouldn't be a complete sentence. I'll oh, go for it. You can do I'd it. Be like there, there, there is no gratitude. <laughs> See, I don't even know what happened. Like halfway through, it, you actually you it, sound kind of French partway through there. <laughs> I became French. And wh- while I can't really provide you with a good German accent, what I can provide you with is a link to a good over-the-top German accent performed by um, this this one song performed by a, a, a Disney character called Ludwig von Drake. All right. It's called the Spectrum Song, and it goes something like red, yellow, green, red, blue, 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 red, purple, green, yellow, orange, red. What? Exactly. It's a cool song, though. <laughs> I've, I've, I've never heard this song. Don't worry, you might actually hear it in the secret after show. Oops. I mean, what after show? All right, I, I look forward to it. We have nothing. See, I can't. I try. Well, at least you tried. I'll give you a C for effort. All right, a C for effort. I'm, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's more than I deserve, so I will take it. I, I, I would like to apologize to Trent from the Mannerscast, mannerscast.com. 
for letting him down, not being able to provide an over-the-top German accent. Well, he might be pretty angry, so what are you going to do to appease him You know, ne- for next time? I will watch a lot of Hogan's Heroes over the next few days, and then next week maybe I'll bring it. Um, and we're here at the end of the show. Thank you for joining us and listening to us. We will appreciate any feedback you have. Our email address once again, one more time, one for the road. Happycastfeedback at gmail.com. Dot com. Our website is thehappycast.blogspot.com. Dot com. Check us out in the iTunes Music Store where you can download our past episode, singular, episode. Dot com. And and leave a review. And don't forget to go to twitter.com slash happycast to see all the happycast news and leave feedback. That's right. So follow that Twitter account. Yes. And we have a Facebook group. Just search for it. You'll find it. That's right. And I suppose that does it. So yep. before, before I put this thing to bed, do you have any closing thoughts, Ben? Yes, just one. Don't eat the dog glue. All right. Do not eat the dog glue. And until next week, stay happy. You know what they say, Frank. Sometimes you gotta break some break an egg and uh, forget it. Yellow, green, red, blue, 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 red, purple, green, yellow, orange, red, 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 yellow, green, red, blue, 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 red, purple, green, yellow, orange, red, red. Blend them up and what do you get? Cerise, chartreuse, and aqua, mauve, beige, and ultramarine, and every color in between. Hi-so, kawaii, kai, non, cha, lum, color has its harmony, and just like I have said, red, yellow, green, red, blue, 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 red, purple, green, blue, purple, red, red. And what do you get? Three chartreuse and aqua, mauve, beige, and ultramarine, and every color in between. In the high for I brun brun, color has its harmony, and just like I have said, red, yellow, green, red, blue, pink, gray, and white, and plaid, and blue, green, white, yellow, and two dims, and, and, and red, and, and stripes with blue and, and black and Plaid and, and uh, what, what, wait a second, what, what's going on with all the colors? Uh, blue, red, green, green, white, white, black, black, what, this, whatever happened to just plain old lavender blue dilly 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 dilly, dilly. silly.